Get ready for a week-long celebration of music, community and fabulous fun with Joy Radiothon 2024. Joy has the largest collection of rainbow podcast content in the world and you can help keep us out loud and proud by donating during Joy Radiothon 2024. Just go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. Mark it in your calendars because Joy Radiothon returns June 1st to 7th. And remember, we all flourish with joy. Welcome to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Visit joy.org.au to find out more about our Joycasts. Hey, this is Jess Malboy, proud to be heard on the beautiful Joy 94.9. To the sound of the twinkling piano in the background for fool's sake. Welcome to Being There Done That on Joy 94.9. How are you, Phil? You well? I, I'm fine and I'm satisfied that that pianist has now been heard. <laughs> Gets cut off every week, poor man. Hello, Gordon. Oh, hello, Chris. How are you? I don't mind the pianist either. Yes, he's quite clever, isn't he? Yes, he's tickling the ivories. Oh. Well, if that's what he's tickling, yes. We've got to be careful around here, don't we? Be careful what you say. Might be heard. Might be construed the wrong way. Oh, Le- never. Never. <laughs> language can be interpreted so many ways. What did, what did uh, in Alice in Wonderland, someone said to someone else, uh, words mean what I mean them to mean. That's right, yes. And I played a song earlier this morning called Words, and it wasn't the Bee Gees one. All right. And computers do what you say, not what you mean. Yes. <laughs> this is often quite a problem. So so who was the artist for yours? Was Look, it, I, I can't. Was it, was it Trump Incorporated? No, it wasn't Trump <laughs> Incorporated. Now, that, that would be an April Fool's joke. <laughs> <laughs> well, wasn't it interesting? Oh, sorry. Welcome to Being There, Done That <laughs> yes, on Joy 94.9 with Gordon, Phil and Chris. We're, we're, we're fired up. We're going away. Ah, yes, it's so many things have happened in our in all our lives in the last couple of days resenting the clocks that's really helped yes well it's nice to get up with a little bit of light in the morning now well, rather than pitch darkness when you do get up you're one of these early birds i i, I only get up when the milky's well and truly been gone truly god you're missing half the day oh no but i'm there at midnight watching the stars light up and everything oh dear there'd be so many stars in your street <laughs> They're called streetlights. Oh, thank you. Been there, done that is Joy's history program, and we talk about people and events in history that affect us to this very day. Most of the articles that we try and refer to are gay-related. There seems to be a lot of references in current events that are world-shattering in our world, but boring to other people, but they are events that we will refer to in 10 years time say wow that was a turning point wasn't it well if they could remember them if they could remember them yeah it's like the 60s if you can remember it you weren't there (laughs) (laughs) now that is an interesting point yes Mm. i was a preteen in the 60s i'm allowed to remember 
Oh, are you? Okay. Yes. Of the, course, that reference to <coughs> you, if you can remember them, means that you weren't a pot smoker. That's right. Or something else, yes, yes. Substances. Substances. No, no I think pot was the only substance that we had. No. Well, the late no, 60s, they were, they you were doing all sorts Beatles of, albums. They were doing all sorts of weird oh, they things. They were doing LSDs, yeah. mm. Timothy Leary and Co. Yes, that's right. And there was a lot of needle jabbing. Not in here and not in sedate little Melbourne town. Oh, don't you believe it. There was enough of it going on here too. Not in you're, my school. You're talking from not from personal experience, but, but from knowledge from of knowledge. the time. Yes, I will. Oh, isn't it nice to have people who we can refer to to put us on the straight and narrow? Yes. What yes. was Noah like? Noah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He's a good builder. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, he did one ship. Did one ship. Yeah, that was enough. <laughs> That's all he had to do. But I want to know how we came to be with the gays and lesbians on board the ark. They're probably. You know, you choose two two people. You know, anyhow, that's getting off the subject. Yeah, well, we we referred to that last week. Did you? That we need straight people to make more gay people. That's exactly right. Yes, they're the only ones who can do it. That's right. Yeah. Events well, that have affected our lives this week just gone have been end of daylight saving, singular, singular, singular not yes. day savings. No, there's only a saving. You only save one. Well, there's hour. only one daylight. There's one daylight in one hour. Yeah, yeah. 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 And but it's surprising how that one hour makes a difference. I find it about three days before I'm completely acclimatised to it because I, I very seldom look at clocks because I know where I am what I'm doing at certain times of the day you know yeah well coinciding with that was the fact that it was the beginning of April and we had April Fool's Day but that was on the Saturday yes yeah, so and nothing didn't it done. go flat it was as flat as a pancake oh. I thought people were going to come out and tell me that President Trump was an April Fool's joke well, that he, none of that really happened. No, no, well, it's I, not I, just restricted to... It, that would be restricting it to April Fool's Day. No. Um, it's oh, well. all year. Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> but we've got some... No. We've got some ding-a-ling April Fool's in, in our own ruling classes as well. Don't let it worry you. Yes, There's one yes. specifically, man, I could name it. I won't. I might be up for libel. <laughs> <laughs> but also, this particular time of the year is when we are recommended to change the batteries in our battery power. Smoke alarms. Mm. And isn't it amazing how the people that have got the smoke alarms in their houses, but they don't have them on? They don't have batteries in them. And you see here of these houses that get burnt down and they sort of say, they had a fire, they had a smoke alarm, but they didn't put batteries in it. You know, and you think, what the hell wouldn't you? Precisely. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a safety precaution and you should have the, it should be outside your bedroom door which is the main one, yep. put so that if anything goes on... you While you're asleep. While you're asleep, you do get woken up, and it's a pretty loud, bloody squeal, isn't it? Oh, God. You should hear in an apartment building, you've got your own smoke detector, mm. but you have the fire system, mm. and outside everybody's door is a loud, loud speaker, and it says, fire, evacuate, quite clearly. And last night, the people down the road, yes. number 18... Be were visited specific. by two very loud fire trucks, <gasps> which was quite an exciting thing in the street. <laughs> oh, yeah. Their alarm had obviously gone off at mm. the station. Yes. And they have to dispatch two trucks. And that's, two gonna, trucks. And that's going to cost them a lot of money. Quite a few thousand dollars. Quite a few thousand dollars. when you Unless it can be proven to be entirely accidental. Yeah, yes, or yes. Mm. If it was a fault, if there was a fault in the system or something rather. But anyhow. So that's Daylight Saving April well, Fool's Day. and that is. But um, also, we've had the equinox. That was on the 22nd of March, yes. 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 And 
there are already signs of the changing of seasons. We've had our first crisp mornings. Uh, we're having a reprise week of lovely maximums in the mid-twenties at the moment. And if you notice, the sunrise has gone north. Well, of course, it gradually creeps around north all the way. But all it's, the time. it's actually quite quick. Hmm. Because only a couple of months ago, the sun was rising on the right-hand side of the building across the street, and now it's clearly on the left-hand side, which Quick. would be however many ang- angles that is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, it's, I, I it's good radio. Y- y- good radio holding your hands up yes. to show, show, show an angle. We'll there. call it 20-something <laughs> degrees. But see, but it's not only uh, it's autumn here, but it's it's a very late cyclone season in the in queensland wasn't it because normally the the cyclones come around january uh february isn't it well there is a broader selection uh sydney and the tropics seem to have their wet season between christmas and easter to that extent if that's a broad three or four months then the the cyclone season it's not just related to one month. No, no. So it's it, still fitting in. It did seem to be quite a late cyclone, though, and it's uh, it was it's pr- proven very devastating with the um, people. Well, lives have been lost. I think there's about oh, four people have died, and yeah. there's and the the stuff in that had to be thrown out of shops and businesses and everything like that. That you feel sorry for them, you know, because it's what do you do? Well, you so know? many of them haven't actually got insurance because they are on a known floodplain mm, and mm. they can't even buy insurance. No. So they. Just save their pennies, and that's high and dry in the bank. But you've got to remember that insurance companies never back a loser. That's how they make all their money. We have some listeners that were living in Mackay, and and we had a message from them during GPS program on Sunday morning, and we were a bit worried about them because of the, all the winds and what have you. And they sent a message down to say that they only had some tree damage, which was easily cleared. And they were fine, so Mackay missed it. So that mm, was very good. But very. but other other places, Airy oh. Beach and all the rest of it, and uh, it must have been horrific. And Debbie moved south, but then the consequences are catching up to Rocky a week later. All the floodwaters coming down. But there was an article in the paper that said that the because of the climate change, the cyclones become as low as the Gold Coast. Yeah, well, just as well they got a few tall buildings because I think their toes are going to get wet. Mm. But the best way to avoid damage from climate change is to deny it. Oh, is that it? Uh, it doesn't happen, okay. so why worry? So oh. you stick your head in the sand and don't worry. That's right, while the sand is there. Yeah. Because yeah. it's going to get washed away. Well, <laughs> in that case, you, you, you hope that you're going to be safe and sound. But we've got capital cities. I think that was a segue. It's going to, they're going to sing to us. You're with Gordon, Phil and Chris being there, done that. Joy 94.9. Melbourne's lovable radio station, Joy 94.9. You're with Chris Gordon and Phil. Been there, done that. Joy 94.9. Thanks for being with us. If you'd like to contact us, as a few people have done, you're free to email us at beenthere at joy.org.au. And if she's listening, a big cheerio to Nina and Cupcake. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Yes, she's one of our, our ardent listeners. As, as is Jade. And Jade. As and is Peter. Peter. Yeah, we've got a few. We've pip- got a few like, regulars, like us, yes. yes. We're building up a base. 
<laughs> now, now, just to let you know, we do have a encore version of this particular show, mm-hmm. but it's moving from its regular spot on Monday mornings at zero hour to Wednesday morning. Wednesday morning at five. 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 So how uh, nice at five. At five. There are those crank skis back again. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> And Julia does our podcasting for us as well, and she is a whiz with the scissors and tape, putting it all back together again, taking out the sponsorship announcements Mm. and things like that, and making it easy to download as a short little file that you can play anywhere, anytime on your smartphone. So when does when does the first Wednesday morning one start? Next Wednesday. What date would it be? Well, that'll be like tomorrow morning. This show will be tomorrow morning. Okay. At five. So it gets no, no. The, oh, yes, that's, that's right. Yes, yeah. So it gets replayed you, I, quick time. Yeah, it's, it's not a week ahead like it used I'm, to be. I'm, I'm, we've just gone out weekly. of daylight saving, and I'm, I'm, I'm having trouble keeping up with what day and <laughs> afternoon it is. I told you it takes me well, three what, days to get used to it. What you can do is use our podcasts. That's right. You can listen to them whenever you want. You can go to our website, go to Been There, Done That, and mm. you'll see our most recent published podcast. Okay. Or you can go through iTunes. Okay. I'm going to, I was going to put the radio on at 5 o'clock and listen. Well, see, you can do that. A lot of people can't. Because I'm awake at 5 o'clock. Yes, a lot of people, people are not. <laughs> I think I've still got a, a good load of timber to get through before I wake up with all my well, snoring and soaring. I recently heard that there was a 5 o'clock in the morning. Yes, it's only I thought it was in the afternoon. But it's in the grid. Yeah. Well, we're on the grid. We're on the grid. Yes. Do we have grid girls? Yes, I think so. No, we don't. Those grid boys? <laughs> grid, no, grid. We, Do we have we, highly paid drivers running over our grid? No, I don't know. I'm thinking of the wrong race. Yes, I think you are. Yes, I think. <laughs> I'm thinking of Grand Pricks. Oh, yeah, they're all pricks. Yes, I, <laughs> I won't go there. Now, what, what, what was the next little thing we were going to well, be chatting about? We're, we're going to be chatting about a couple of major film stars of an era past who didn't have such an easy run as some of the current cinema actors do or definitely the TV actors Mm -hmm. and actresses do uh, representing gay character or representing themselves or ourselves. It's interesting that uh, TV, we have lots of gay heroes and heroines, Mm. gay storylines. The films in the cinema are a little bit slower in the picking up of this. And in the pre-era, late last century, doesn't that sound a long time ago? There were actors who were known to be gay or bisexual, and they had reputations that uh, were rather outrageous sometimes but there was one, in those times but they survived yeah but there was one uh, one of those actors who didn't care because he was such a great actor that nobody was going to do anything about it well that's right I'll come and sit on you <laughs> <laughs> um, but w- what about current TV and current well movies well there, there was a an article I, I read a couple of gay magazines from America, and there was a big article one day about how the TV actors are out and proud, and the TV in America is very there's whole channels devoted to out and proud programs and all the rest of it. But they were complaining that the movies have never caught up because the studios 
will not put up with it, basically. Is that because the marketers of the cinema are actually thinking of world markets rather than a, a local market or just the US market, if it's been US TV that you're referring to? But, Chris, uh, Philip, you were sort of saying that, that TV is something that you're in, in your house, so it's sort of secondary rather than going it's out to a movie. It's not your main career. It's like something you might work on between projects. Yeah. So if you're a movie star, you, you can't play risky characters. You've mm. got to be safe. But, see, in the old days, of course, movie actors were... Um, sort of looked down upon if they went and did a part on a TV series or oh, a TV it, show. It was almost unheard of. It was almost unheard of. And, yeah. and so they created their own um, ensemble of actors who would be on the TV only. The, the industry now is in such a mess that those lines are very, very blurred. Mm. In, mm. in the, the sort of the cable TV industry has productions from major Hollywood names. Yes. Like um, Nicole Kidman at the moment yep. is doing a show for HBO. Mm-hmm. And she's quite proud to be on television. Yes. Because people actually pay she's to see it. It's like free to, to do it, yes. Well, she's producing, so there's no way she's losing. Yeah. But, um, you know, you've got, you're, you're much more likely to see gay characters on TV. But. Like your Will and Grace, who are coming back for 10 episodes. Mm. And um, Modern Family. And it's. It's no longer a gimmick oh, or was, a treat. That's right, yeah. But gays are gays and lesbians or the gay community, whether they're gay, trans or whatever, they, they are better represented on television yeah. than they are in the movies. The movies still will not get with it. But the funny part about it is that the last movie that won the Best Actor Award this year, mm. Moonlight, was about a young gay guy. Yeah. Yeah. And that, but that was it, wasn't it? It was the, from growing up to be a little boy into a man. And, and, and his struggle and, and his, his yeah. internalisation of not being part of the pack, mm. of being bullied, uh, of surviving that. Mm. And the, the end of the film shows him actually reaching a position, a place in his life where for that particular moment he was safe and sound. Safe and sound and, and where he had to be. And where he had to be yeah, and where and, he was and it's comfortable. it's the most beautiful scene in the whole yeah, bloody movie. Give it I'm out. not going to give it out but oh boy it's a beauty. It really um, is. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was nearly in tears when I well, saw that. Well it, it is known as a Kleenex movie. Hmm, hmm, yeah. The very end of it is anyhow. Yeah. But you're much safer being a gay character than a lesbian character. Because there was a survey of American TV, hmm. and if you were a lesbian character on a TV show, you had a 55% chance of your character being killed. Oh, yes, that's right. Yes, I read, I read an article oh, yeah. about that too, and they were saying that if you're, if you're a lesbian character, you like more yes. chance of being killed than a yes. gay, Don't gay buy man. a house. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and that's because they can't resolve it in a way that fits the storyline, because... I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't want to stereotype the lesbians that I know, but they do seem to end up being together and living comfortably and quietly in, mm. in their own little world, and they just fade away, and they don't become an interesting storyline any mm. any further mm. because mm. they've they've found their place. They're, they're just sink into suburbia, That's like right, yeah. we all would love to be able to do. But but there were two men who were absolutely. They were gay guys, but they really, well, one was classified as gay or bisexual or whatever, but, um, they made quite a very good living, although the, the, the one of them didn't. Are after we going to give them names? All right. No, we're not no, giving names yet. We're not going to give that because I'm just looking at the clock and we've run out of our little time. We'll have to ask our listener 
to come back after our piece of music from Sam Sparrow because he's talking about happiness or I think it's happiness. Happiness. Happiness, yes. It is happiness. Happiness to a sparrow would be a perch. Yes. Oh, all right. Or a bucket full of brilliant. Stay tuned. You're with Chris Gordon and Phil. Been there, done that on Joy 94.9. Great shows, great topics, great radio. Joy 94.9. You're with Gordon, Phil and Chris. I've been there, done that. Joy 94.9. We're going to pick up our little storyline where we didn't get to before the music and sponsorship break. The the, the two people we were going to talk about were one American and one Brit. And the American one created such a furore when he first appeared on stage at the age of 23 in a play called Streetcar Named Desire that he had a 30-minute standing ovation at the end of the show. And we're talking about Marlon Brando. The younger generation would know Marlon Brando from... (laughs) Probably from The Simpsons. (laughs) After his career, when he was on his private island, they were going to ship a a carton full of Big Macs to him, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> which would have been his stable. Because he uh, retired from the movie scene after The Godfather and a couple of other movies in which uh, The Godfather, uh, it was the mafia and all their toings and froings, and someone decided as a threat to put a horse head, horse's head in someone's bed. And uh, it was a gruesomely type thing mm, to have mm, seen on mm, the screen. And I, I remember when I saw it, uh, all the screams from the ladies in the in the audience. Because mm. when he was young, he was the most drop-dead gorgeous-looking guy you've ever seen. He had such magnificent beauty about him. And he, was, he knew it. And he knew it. But, but the <laughs> best part about it was that when he was a schoolboy, he, he, he rescued a skinny kid that was being taunted by uh, the other kids, and he fought the other blokes off because he was pretty good solid and he put his arm around the the young bloke and said i'm your new best friend and they stayed friends and lovers till the they the the the, the young man died now but but more than that you talk about best friends forever Mm. bff Mm. um that particular fellow by the name of wally uh was buried and his uh sorry he was cremated Cremated. and and Mm -hmm. marlon brando had his ashes kept with him kept with him and, and they were mixed together when marlon died as well and then they were spread in tahiti together where the they, island where the big Macs were headed that's for. right and then he also and and also in uh in america where they buried uh, where they spread his ashes as well yes. they were t- together he was the actually i would say he must have been the love of marlon brando's life well is, isn't that interesting, interesting that having been picked up in a bullying situation mm-hmm. and then protected or not protected because it uh, it gave wally the confidence that that Marlon had because he had the stature mm. and the presence, whereas Wally didn't, but, but he shielded it under yeah. uh, but, the wa- wing. But Wally was the only one that could tell Marlon Brando off. Yeah. Wally could tell Marlon if he was doing something wrong and Marlon listened to him. He's the only person that Mar- Marlon ever listened to. But Marlon was actually bisexual. He had many... He had many lovers in Hollywood, including men and women. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the string is too long to mention. I, I think a lot of people boasted uh, that, you know, <clears throat> I, I, I've reached the heights. I've yes. been bedded by Marlon. <laughs> Didn't matter who it was that they said it. Yeah, it was a, a badge of honour. Like, That's uh, right. Like yes. scouts yeah, got yeah. a, a but badge he, on there. But he did, he, at the end, he was pretty obese and a pretty sick man as well, of yeah. course. You well, know. as Phil said, 
you know, he'd had all the glamour and glory of Hollywood and the financial reward. If you've got all the money you could ever spend, you've had your career. He said had two careers, didn't he? Yes, yes, basically. Later life with the Godfather. Um, Why not just... Go sit on an island and just pig out. Mm. Yeah, not well, care, well, I don't think he ever cared what people thought of him. No, but um, he certainly cared less. Yeah. Well, he, he made it to eighty, so there yeah, you go. Right. Even despite that and his other uh, voracious habits. But the other man was a the British man was Dirk Bogart, Sir Dirk Bogart. I might add, he was who was a great film actor, and he played the very first homosexual person on the movies. In a, in a film called The Victim, black and white, in black and white, beautifully photographed, a lovely story, and uh, it was the way he went. But after he played that role, his career went downwards. Well, he can was I just, typecast. Can I just go back to that role? Was that on a beach setting? No, no, no. no he no, was no. a solicitor in London. Okay, well, and, I'm and, thinking of a... And, no, 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 you are correct, Phil, but his British film history career was already typecast, and he was only sort of in those... He was a fabulous-looking guy. But Visconti picked ah, him up for Death in, in Venice. Venice. That's and it. what was the story of that? The love of a young man. The love of a young well, man the, who knew a, what he wanted. The unrequited love. It, it wasn't yes, that's right. Yes, yeah, the young man knew what he was doing. He just knew that uh, but Dirk Bogard, that was the one that brought him back. He did play lots of things, but he was multi-talented. He was a great author. He was a decorator. He was a painter, an artist, a res- art restorer. He was a very talented man. But his, um, but after he did Victim, it was very hard to give him another job. People didn't well, think he that he was. They, people just thought, yes, that he was playing himself, sort of thing, you know. But it was a wonderful, wonderful movie. If you ever get hold of it, have a look at it. Super stuff. And Death in Venice is another highly recommended movie oh, yeah, that yeah. affected Th- me greatly. Th- Thomas Mann hmm, wrote the book, and it wasn't only the storyline or the actors; it also was the music that was involved. Yeah. Mahler's music, and I know it's a classical artist, but Mm. it was just the mood music of the Mm. time, and it... it Fitted. It did fit, that's for sure. Yes, it was one of Mahler's uh, symphonies or something, rather they used one of the movements from it or something, yeah. Great stuff. And he died uh, at the age of uh, 82, Mm. uh, sorry, 72, Mm. I believe. Yep, and uh, his legacy still lives on, of course, but uh, a wonderful, wonderful man, apparently. And uh, another, um, uh, uh, do you want to talk about the young man? Well, no. No, all right. We'll save that up. Okay. Because we've got a little piece of music to play from someone who was also multi-talented. Yes. We know this person as a singer who had, well, as uh, Phil was going to say, a one-hit wonder, but I said, no. He reminded me of the other hit. Yeah, she was a two-hit wonder. (laughs) And we're talking about Janice Ian. Multi-talented lady because she she went on to study and became almost a professor in some parts, wasn't she? Well, she became an author and yeah. she wrote science fiction, fiction. yes but also Which seems now I've completely ne- out of character based on her two songs well <laughs> <laughs> well the first song was uh, at 17 and it was the story in music with her words of reaching that age yep. and, and it's a, it's a turning point in in a girl's life yeah, of course it would it is. seem yes, yeah. they they, they they really started to think well, about was, think of things in a womanly way. But it was an ugly duckling song. Yes. Because she learned the truth at 17 that love was meant for beauty queens, of See, which he, one he, she was not. 
He knows the words. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not reading them. <laughs> no one knows. That's what I'm saying. You've but yeah, it was actually, it's Is almost it? depressing song. Yeah, but it's a beautiful it, song. It's, but, but it's the way, it's the story of the way you feel in, at that age, I would say, you know, mm. what were you like when you were 17? Oh, well, at 17, you knew everything for one thing. Yes, that's right. Hire and a teenager while I know everything. You were digital. Yeah. You were one extreme or the other. Yeah, yeah. I loved you or I hated you. It was no, yeah, there's yeah. no time for in between. <laughs> well, so yeah, she, in the song, you know, she's concluding that, well, you know, I'm never going to be a beauty queen, so I'll never have love. Yes, yeah. Which yeah. is an extreme response. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. But it's life as was experienced and expected at that time. Mm. So whether she did or she didn't, uh, find love, well, she, she married a fellow. Mm. She actually moved on from that because it wasn't satisfactory for her. Well, and she uh, met another person, Patricia Snyder, and Janice Ian came out as lesbian. And they have set up family together and they've got stepkids and all mm. the rest of it. And they're happily ever after sort yeah, of basically thing, situation. Happy ever after. Yeah, they're still yeah, together. They, yeah. they found their correct roles and places. That's why, you know, a lot of people think that and suggest that our families that we're born with are our biological families, but our gay connections are our logical family. So we can have two family streams. Hmm, hmm. That's true, too. But the so. song that we're going to hear from Janice Ian is a little bit on the long side, but it is Fly Too High. But it's stay tuned. There's more. We've got bits more of gossip after this. Oh, have we? Oh, this cool. is a much happier song than the one we referred to earlier. <laughs> so have another cigarette and help me to forget what I came. Run too fast. Fly too high. Run too fast. Fly too high. Bringing a little joy to your life. Joy 94.9. You're with Gordon, Phil and Chris. Been there, done that on Joy 94.9. Can I just refer to one of the community service announcements we just had? Yes, please. They mentioned when you see rowers on the water mm. and they're suggesting that you join up. Yeah. When I see rowers on the water, I don't think about rowing at all. <laughs> I think about something else. <laughs> they got big oars. Well, <laughs> I don't know how to answer that. And how you refer to the women in the life, I think, is quite rude. They, they can catch crabs, of yes, course. They, yes, they can too. <laughs> None of this is where I was going, but I, I don't mind. Now, now, isn't that interesting with, with language? Yes, that's catching words. Catching crabs. Catching crabs, yes. That's that is when you're, uh, uh, when you're rowing and you, in fact, don't dip the oar deeply enough into the to get the traction in, you just skim across the top and that's catching a crab yes i thought it was rock pools at torquay but anyway no but that's where the, i catch it, crabs it's the sort of skimming the water hoping to pick up a crab in the net oh so you don't need a special comb to no get no, no, no no no, no. <laughs> need, the other sort all, of all need is a big oar <laughs> oh dear oh dear oh dear now where were we um <laughs> well, we were thanking the listener for listening and persevering with us on being there, done that, with Phil, Gordon and Chris. I guess while we're thanking, we could also apologise. <laughs> but keep listening. Yeah. You you can't catch insanity. Can't you? No, but it helps if you got a bit. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, they've got a bit in America, haven't they? Oh, starting mm. at the top. Hmm. 
Someone who unfortunately died on the 8th of April 1990, I know that's a long time ago now, but the genesis of the disaster that swallowed him up began in the early 1980s. And we're talking about AIDS. Mm, and we're also talking over about... the HIV virus, human, human immune deficiency virus, HIV there. Because young Ryan White contracted from a faulty batch of blood, because he was hemophiliac, he contracted HIV AIDS in the early times when that was not able to be treated. And he died on the 8th of April 1990 in, in sort of terrible circumstances. He was ostracized by the regular community. And the school because, that he was at. And the school he was at, mm. because at that stage, HIV AIDS was only restricted to the gay community. And Ryan wasn't gay, and he wasn't, therefore, allowed to be a victim. He was also in Indiana, which would have been a great centre of ignorance on the topic. Oh. If you lived in a big city like San Francisco or New York, you would have known, you a, would have known a lot about mm. the problem because you were living it daily. Yep. Yep. And this poor kid was thrown in the deep end through no fault of his own. Yep. This was while I was living over there. It was not daily news, but the way he was treated by his neighbours, essentially. And yeah, they moved town, didn't they? Yeah, but he was just, he was Typhoon Mary. Yes, yes. And, of course, there was no cure. No, you mean Typhoid Mary, not Ty Typhoon. typhoon. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> but, yeah, he was ostracised and mistreated to yeah. maximum levels just, through ignorance and fear. Yeah. It's, it, it's understandable, but so wrong. Yes, they had to move Hound and everything. But he wasn't the only person who ended up being in that particular boat. No, probably not. He was one of the first ones. Yeah. And that's, this is the point. And of course that alerted people to the fact that the blood supplies for yeah. hemophiliacs had to be super clean for mm. them. Yes. And this is where there's new testing regimes. Although it seems to be still very, very difficult for men of the gay community to give blood, mm. even though they can fracture it down into various parts. Their, the blood like services if, are still taking extreme care. It was a huge funeral when he did die. The church where he lived was absolutely jam-packed. It was standing room only. And Elton John was there. And he's the one, he's the young lad that Elton John took to his heart. He, he He's still in contact with Ryan White's mother. And El Elton John, from then on, started a uh, campaign to raise money and awareness. Well, Elton John's AIDS charity is AIDS world cha is, famous. Oh, God, yes, and it's mm. raised millions of dollars but for But Ryan's it. situation is what upset Elton John That's so right. much that he actually did yeah. something about That's it. That's right. He's, he said something's got to be done. So he, he and Elizabeth Taylor joined forces and a lot of those huge profile people who did a lot of good work because the government did bugger all. Yeah. yeah, but they did what Lady Di did. They actually went and touched him. Mm, that's right. Physically touched the boy, yep. saying, "You can't catch it." Just from this touching way. people, yeah. Well, and that's that what was a very powerful message um, I know from being yeah, there. But yes, so dear, dear Ryan White, and if you ever want to read, um, if you read the Elton John biography, there's whole chapters donated to Ryan White. So it's sad that human behaviour cannot be regulated. At least it's identified these days that uh, ignorance is something that's got to be counteracted. Whereas the first guys that ever did themselves harm by obeying the little people in their heads that we now talk of as OCD, uh, behavioural problem, 
they actually suffered at their own hands. Um, back in 1947, in uh, late March, these couple of fellows who'd been recluses and living in their own little house had been hoarders, as you would normally refer to them, but then they were compulsive hoarders and they were also twisted by these feelings in their head that people were out to get them. They needed security. They did need security, yes. Gordon. Yes, you're right. And so they set up little traps all over the house while they were hoarding. Yeah. Which was not a very good idea. I think the term counterproductive comes <laughs> <to> <laughs> Certainly <laughs> counterproductive, that's for sure. But the problem was these two brothers, they had disconnected from the community, excommunicated themselves, and they were living in their own little base world, mind world, brain world, whatever you like to call it, and they feared the outside world. What happened was, that the, the, the one brother became quite ill and the other brother went into the kitchen to try to get him some food and on his way in he tripped one of the safety things to security things and oh, yeah. brought down a whole pile of papers on top of himself basically crushed himself to death and the other brother died of starvation and when the police came in it took them about 30 hours just to get into the house it was pretty horrific my little hoarding problem isn't a problem when compared to that I've got stacks of artwork, but they're all piled up on a shelf, so they can't help me. And they're out in the garage. They're not inside the house. I yes. prevented hoarding starting by moving into a small apartment. That's a good way to go. Because yeah. with the house, I had two spare bedrooms, and the invitation was always there. Hmm. The silly things you do, like wondering if you left the gas on, or the things yes. that scare me is remembering things. Oh, did I do that or whatever? I think is that the start of OCD? Hmm. Am I going to turn into that guy who hmm. turns hmm. the... The, like locks the door nine times every time he comes in and out. Yeah, and, yeah. Well, what I find that I do is to counteract that is I have routines and I always put my car keys down in the same spot. I always put my mobile phone when I'm in at home next to the the house phone because that's where the phones live, sort of thing. <laughs> well, like, I, yeah, I'm organised like that. That's that to but, me is just common sense and logic, though. Yeah, yeah. But that means you can pick up. The, the thing that you want when you want it you know exactly where it is you just go and pick it, it up it has one place to be and it's there hmm. yeah that's right well I, I have my uh, my house key and my car key go on a, a little coin dish on the kitchen bench that's there and the phone's beside it and the you know, it just you just put things so that you know where they're going to be when you want to pick them I up I don't do it that way because the begurgler knows that that's where it's going to be in that little bowl just inside the front door or in your case in the kitchen hmm. thank you but no but if if I'm out and the burglar comes he hasn't got the key has he because I've got it with me <laughs> my burglar would have to climb up the external wall okay. and, That's and step one and step two is pass the guard on the door Little Eddie. Little Eddie. He's, He's so friendly he would show them where all the good stuff was <laughs> and help them out the no, door. No, he wouldn't. He'd lick him to death. Well, he would, yes. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> uh, uh, Nina, does Cupcake do that? Has Cupcake given up chewing all the bedding? Let us know, please. We'd yes. love to hear uh, that's about it for this particular show. Again. Again, when okay. does the time disappear to? It goes very quickly. It when does. you're having fun. Yes, something like that. Okay, so what, what, are we going to go out with well, this music or what are we doing? Well, we will go out with Erasure, Love You to the Sky. All right. Well, it wouldn't be if it was a, a dark cloud a day and dumping water all over. You wouldn't love you to the sky. No, not but anyway, really. We'll catch up with you next week. Yep. Thanks very much for being with us today. Same and, that time. And if you need to, catch up with our other shows, previous shows on our podcast. They're there. Bye for now. Bye. Bye. 
Thank you for listening to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. This podcast was produced by Joy Media. You can support Joy's diverse sound and diverse community this June by donating to Joy Radiothon 2024. Go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. And remember, we all flourish with joy. Joy.